0: 3D printing a sound? That's kind of cool.
1: A 3D print. have you ever, you ever seen one of those 3D printed cubes? Actually, I don't yeah. know if it was do? I don't know if it was real, but um when 3D
0: printing <laughs> what, was why would a 3D <laughs> printed cube not be real? Yeah, no, the easiest so, thing
2: the 3D print- exists,
3: Matt. Hang on, I can explain <laughs> this. Hang on.
2: Exist.
1: So I saw someone with 3D printing kind of like this. Is years ago, when 3D printing started becoming more, say like consumer friendly, it wasn't super, super expensive. I saw some people trying to make, you know, how Minecraft has those note blocks, or at least they used to way back in the day had those note blocks. And so somebody was trying to make something kind of similar where they would print this cube and it would have like a shape in the middle of it and you would just kind of like blow into it or maybe tap it or something. And it would make like that sound that they engineered with the thing in the middle of the cube consistently. I'm pretty sure they got it working, but I don't know for sure. It's like a
0: rudimentary single note flute.
1: Yes, probably. DVD yeah,
0: printed. They should have put some other holes into the cube and made like a a, a, a cube flute. A, cu- a cube flute <laughs> or something. Yeah.
2: I
3: don't know. Hello and welcome to Day One Patch Podcast episode, uh, whatever episode this is, four thirty nine, four thirty nine. I'm your substitute teacher this week. <laughs> With me is Mr. Matt Lawrence. What's up? And Mr. Tim Spence.
4: Teacher, teacher, can I
3: yes. go to the bathroom? Can I go yes. to the
0: bathroom? Teacher says I can always go to the bathroom right right at this point in
3: the podcast. Here's your here's your hall pass. Just make it quick. No, I'm not gonna use that. I'm gonna throw at, in the way out. did you guys actually have hall passes in your school? Like, was that a thing, or was that no. just like a you actually had hall passes? You didn't have hall pass, Tim? No, I
0: definitely thought it was like an American thing. We definitely did not have a hall pass.
1: We had a okay. This is going to sound ridiculous. So you and I went to the same high school, Tim, and I, I I remember, I remember the well. This is for the listener, obviously, not for for our knowledge. I would hope, but I remember that I was always handed uh, in computer class. I met him in science. One anyway, one of the classes we were always handed a wooden spoon that just said hall pass (laughs) on it.
3: Are you sure that are, are you sure that somebody else just wasn't pranking you or no? The teacher was oh, handing it to me. It yeah, just this wasn't is, some
0: random person. This is totally the hall pass. Was this uh-huh. wood,
3: was this a woodworking class too? I was like, did they it was made like, like woodburn.
1: That's a good question. It might have been. It might. I I know it was in one of the earlier semesters, and that is when I took wood wood shop. So maybe I think it was just a prank for laughs the teacher was pranking
3: all of us like, and then I told him this was the hall pass. They're all laughing in the (laughs) Stanford.
0: You fucking idiot.
3: (laughs) Yeah. We, we never had hall pass. There was a super, the way that they had done it at my high school, there was a super easy way to skip class. It was like a foolproof system. If you knew you're having, or if you had a substitute teacher or you knew you're having substitute teacher, and you knew that that teacher either wasn't coming back the next day or your other teacher, your traditional teacher was coming back. Because what they would do is they would literally mark down the attendance on a piece of paper, like a Scantron sheet. And then a student would just walk down the walk it down to the office. And the way to always skip it, if you had a substitute teacher was wait, don't go to class. Wait until your one of your classmates leaves with the attendance that has you marked as, as, <laughs> as absent. As absent, fill it in that yeah. you were there. Either that, or yeah. you just let them take it to the office. So the office thinks you're absent. And then what we would normally do is you then go to the office and say, Hey, I'm late. I need a late slip because then you're supposed to give a late slip to your teacher. So they'll give you a late slip. They'll change your absent to late. And then you simply just, th- you leave and you throw it out and you bail. So then your teacher <laughs> the next day thinks you were just legitimately late for class. That substitute teacher thinks you're absent and no one's the wiser. Holy
0: crap!
3: So that was like a foolproof system. To see, so hear that, about.
0: kids. You want to play hooky? Go ahead and do the old. Yes, yeah,
3: so only if you went to high school twenty years ago when they had a much more archaic system of tracking yep. students. I'm, I'm sure everyone's NF, NF, the NFC? nft everyone's probably, yeah, nft what's nfc. Everyone's yeah nfts now. Everyone's probably tagged as they walk in.
1: Each student backpack. is an
3: NFT, and they have an yeah. NFT hall NF, pass. And not NFT. What is it? NFC. What's the tap technology on your phone? NFC. When yeah. NFC yeah. That's it. So you're that kids, you're an NSC now. <laughs> How's everyone's week? What'd you guys do? Uh
1: I just kind of like gardening,
3: actually. What? Yeah. Gardening. Like yeah. trees, shrubs. Yeah, like
0: gardening like trees. Yeah. No, like in our front yard. what you put uh, down? Uh we did um a bunch of mulch in the gardens. We got some nice. stones from my mom. Fill all the yeah. uh, g- like line the gardens with some stone. We got some plants for my mom as well. We are trying to keep alive. So we got some in the front, some in the back. What
3: color mulch did you get? Red cedar. Okay. So now was yeah. it, is it more of the grounded up stuff or is it more of the chunky stuff? It's like chunks, yeah. 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 All right. Smells the, really the, good because it's friggin' cedar. Mm-hmm. The, ch- the chunkier stuff is better. Uh for me the black mulch was always the is the best looking one fresh black mulch around like cedar trees that always looked great this
0: is how you know that you're an adult is because you're just like freaking out about mulch in a garden
3: next we'll be comparing uh aspirin types and (laughs) (laughs) types of aspirin (laughs) yeah which ones work for us and which ones don't
0: well i found the extra strength is just a little bit too much but yeah uh, you get a couple of the you get two of the regular strength and that's the sweet spot Mm.
3: I used to work in a garden center, so I used to just move mulch around or plant trees and stuff like that. It was very therapeutic on, until bee stung me. Well, and that was <laughs> the, <laughs> and, and that then it the all changed. <laughs> <laughs> i I never been stung by a bee before. Before I worked at a garden center, I'd been stung twice there. First time was not my fault. Uh, I went to go grab, because cedars were six feet feet tall and when I went to go when you go grab one to carry you grab it like I grabbed them from the pot at the bottom and then you grab it like halfway up or two thirds up from the, the neck of the tree to go load up into truck and I just instinctively grab it to two uh, thirds up and I guess there was a bee right there at that point just hidden in the tree and I didn't know and he stung me and that fucking hurt and then the second time was in the same garden center and uh, I was working with the co-worker and I'm like, yeah, so we just go grab the hose, roll and do it. And we'll water these plants. She's like, there's a there's a beehive over there. I was like, oh, come on. Bees are fine. And, you know, I'm, just, I'm being all cool in a garden center because I'm an awkward teenager. And I went to go grab and I went to go grab the I'm like, look, you just grab the hose and this and that. And I went to go grab it and the bees didn't like it. And they literally stung me just as I was trying to show that bees would not stink. <laughs>
2: and I got stung. So I don't think I've ever
0: been stung by a bee, but I have been stung by wasps because they're assholes. The- and uh, the first one was I was out swimming in the the pool that we had in the backyard and uh, that like never got used. But like, you know, the one time that we go to use it, there's a there's a wasp like flying around being an asshole. And uh, it got mad at me for whatever reason. So I like dove under the water and swam to the other side of the pool and then came up from the water. It had followed me. It somehow knew where I was going. Followed me to the other side, landed on my face and stung my eyelid.
2: Oh, that right on the eyelid?
0: Yeah. How inflated yeah. was it? Extremely.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: I, was, uh, I was concerned that the uh, stinger had gone through the eyelid into my eyeball and that I was going to go blind
2: because oh. I was
0: like 12 or something. Yeah, you always know, worst case scenario. Um, yeah, but I was like, ne- the next day I was like, fine. So.
1: <laughs> God. Matt, yeah. you've never been stung? I've definitely been stung by bumblebees and by, by wasps. Mostly. <laughs> wait, you've been, wait, you been hmm?
3: stung by bumblebee? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah
3: What'd what you, what you do to the bumblebee? Bumblebees uh, are super friendly. Those are the ones who don't try to sting you. They only sting if they have to like, defend themselves.
1: Uh. So, what it was, uh, yeah. You so, actually, what, family, what it was so
3: defend, was defend
1: our neighbor used to have a whole bunch of fruit trees, like uh, pear trees, apple trees, all that type of stuff. And we were gathering. I think it was either either we were gathering the fruit and some of them had were obviously on the ground, so we were picking those up to either keep or get rid of. And I think I picked one of those up, and like a bumblebee was like kind of out of my view on like an apple or something, and it got pissed off that I did that and it stung me. And then <laughs> yeah, and then similar to Tim, like most I've got I've got a couple of wasp stings, and those are usually from like the the pool. Or you, you know, you pop up and then they, they get you. Like, I don't know how the fuck they know, but they, they get you.
2: Mm.
3: Uh. Assholes. Yeah, it's never a good time. You can't, you don't have a good day after that. Like, you're stung, you're just like, oh, my entire day's ruined. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's, there's no recovery from this. Just pissed. All right, let's uh, talk about some of the stuff that happens. Um, You know what? Well, I'm going to skip this first one, and if there's time at the end, we'll come back because Ryan put that one in. Let's go to this PlayStation <laughs> Showcase. It was about about the last of us multiplayer. It's been delayed and so on and so forth. Um, PlayStation Showcase. They are launching a brand new handheld device. Device with an asterisk. This comes from MSN.com. I think Daily Mail is where it actually sourced it from. PlayStation has given a glimpse at the new handheld device dubbed Project Q. It is designed for playing games installed on your PS5 and streamed over Wi-Fi. It has been over two years since the launch of the PlayStation 5, and now Sony has teased its next piece of hardware. Um, It is designed for players' games installed on your PS device. Okay, blah, blah. this article is clearly written by a bot. First of all, it won't be long until... Yeah. So, essentially, this thing is a... Uh... Steam Steam Link Is that what that was? Steam Link? Steam Link was a uh, like a little set-top
1: box that connected to your TV, but yeah. this is basically like an all-in-one Steam Link, I guess you could call
3: call it that. Yeah. But it's essentially Steam Link had to work in your house and it streamed streamed it from your PC to the device, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is essentially the same thing, but they have a Steam Deck-like screen and this is pretty much just going to be a super mobile limited uh uh ps5 and you can kind of set sa- you can kind of uh notice the kind of um sarcasm in my voice over this little thing because right <laughs> the gate this thing seems pretty fucking useless and redundant
0: well what i was like the first thing that i thought when i saw it was that it's it's basically like the remote play feature on the PS Vita, if you had a PS4, because you had to be in the same Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and you could stream to, you know, the device, which was a handheld, and it had not exactly the same functionality, it was kind of limited, but for the most part it was the same functionality for whatever game you were playing, like there was a, a one-to-one sort of equivalent for controls and stuff, but... The benefit of being that you can install games on your Vita and you could take your Vita elsewhere and actually play things on it. This thing is like a more niche use case than this like tertiary feature on Sony's last handheld. Like I, I you look at it and you're like, yeah, if Sony was to make a handheld for PS5, it's basically exactly what it looks like it would be. It looks like someone sawed a PS5 controller in half and stuck it on two sides of a tablet and there you go. I think that an 8-inch screen is probably excessive for what it is. Um, but I just wonder like, what's the use case? It's so niche. Like, Who's who's going to want to have these games that already have to be installed on your PS5 that it's like, oh, I don't want to sit on my couch and play it. I want to be I don't know, I guess, on my, like sitting on my bed in my bedroom before I go to sleep playing some God of War Ragnarok or something, because I, you can't you can't leave the house. You have to be on the same Wi-Fi. And how much is this device going to cost? We don't know. So what's it? Is it actually going to be a price point where it's like sort of the gimmick that's worth having? Because I find that hard to believe.
1: I'm with you on the price point because I think you and I talked about that. Tim is yeah the the price point is going to make or break this thing because it it, it you know it, it is nice to have sort of your PS5 as your computing device, let's say, and then you stream things anywhere you want. So you could be in another room, or if you're in a uh, home in which you only have one family room and one TV, then somebody could watch say, you know, cable television or whatever. And then you could yeah. stream your game to another room or the same room even and hang out. Um but this thing realistically is a is a Wii U gamepad. We yeah. all know how well like the Wii U sold. And the dual sense controllers um are around are around a hundred dollars here in Canada. So I'm thinking this thing's going to be $250. Like I in Canada yeah. I'm going to estimate 199 to probably 249. 249. I would yeah. say probably American 199 is my estimate. Now they did say what? I think
3: that that's how much this thing's probably I going to be. Thing it's going to be higher than that.
1: You think it's going to be higher than 249 Canadian? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to approach 50% of the PS5. I, I begin to approach it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. But you can't one, even play one.
0: anything on it. Why would it be that expensive? Like it's it's just a basically a, a streaming device. And that's not to say that the that the Steam link was not also like pretty expensive when it came out, but it did so poorly that they clearance them. I got one for five dollars. Same from it's the <laughs> store It's in storage somewhere. I should dig that out and actually use it. I've tried to I tried to use it and uh even in the exact same room i don't know if it was just my internet but even in the exact same room as my computer to a tv it was still really bad quality so i think that it might just also be kind of a bad product but
3: uh so what i am wondering is there is i can't actually get into my sony playstation app right now my ipad um There was a PS4 slash PS5 remote play app on Mm -hmm. iOS. There's also a remote play app on PC, I believe, for PlayStation. You, having a mobile screen, whether it's an iPad or Android, whatever, you essentially have that option already to stream to your thing with a controller.
1: There's a recently revamped, I believe, uh, or at least reinforced, uh, Android version of that app as well because uh, a a PS5 version of the Backbone, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's sort of like one of those controller devices where it kind of goes on, one side of the controller goes on one side of the phone, the other side of the controller goes on the other side of the phone, so there's a brand called Backbone. There's one for Android now, which I believe is a USB-C interface, and that works. That works with um, uh, how would you say, like, it 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 works with the Remote Play app, and it's like a PlayStation-branded version of the um, of the device, similar to how the Razer Kishi has like just the Razer Kishi, but then also the Kishi Xbox edition. So they're definitely like there's already definitely a solution out there. And if you like, I, I get the idea that like maybe you don't want to do it on your phone because, you know, notifications come in there, you want to use your phone. Uh, And it can be a little bit cumbersome. I have tried game pass on my phone with like a controller clip and it works, but it gets really cumbersome. Like the batteries of everything start dying and it's pretty heavy. And then if someone texts you, it's kind of a pain in the ass to text. And, and so there are definitely problems with it, but I would say problems that are not worth an additional $250 of our estimated price or higher um, in Adriano's case there. Like I just don't see the, I just don't see the appeal now. I do believe I like I I I think I heard this that they are gonna talk more about it later with more details. So I'm wondering if so it's still called Project Q. I'm wondering whether they're just sort of teasing it now. Because they showed quite a bit of it, like they actually showed the device. Um I'm curious as to whether they're going to reveal that it is just Android. Or something like that, where this is an Android tablet because Sony uh, did or does make Android tablets. And I'm curious whether they're going to be like, yep, you can play games on here. We have our like, you know, enhanced remote play app for whatever, because it's also good with the backbone now. Uh, go on to this thing, you know, stream your games. And I think a big one, a big piece of functionality should be if you have the higher version of PS Plus that you should be able to stream those PS3 games and any other game that you can stream to it.
0: That would make sense, yeah I mean we're all just kind of pie in the sky, kind of you know guessing what we would like to have for it because they really didn't show off much they just sort of sort of showed what it was they showed off the uh the earbuds which to be fair look fine they look pretty good I, I didn't mind those um but yeah, I think that that sort of announcement left a lot of people questioning like what what is the use case for this and also like you announced it, but that's all you showed? Like, it was a weird kind of void of information to to show something like
3: that off. Yeah, and, and admittedly, I was working, I didn't even get a chance to watch it, so I kind of... The first reveal that I heard was about a game that we'll talk about later, and then another game, but this... The first time I kind of absorbed information about this Project Q thing was all the hate that this thing was getting on the internet immediately following it. Um, the internet seems to share a lot of our um, sentiments here about its kind of useless purpose or its redundancy. Um, it's kind of sleek looking. You know, me, I like aesthetically white things. So uh, if there was a white Steam Deck, I'd order that. But um, yeah, I can't really see a... I'm trying to think of a scenario where somebody could benefit from this, the point where is there? it gives them access to things in which they don't have, but it doesn't. Because you need to have a PlayStation 5 console. You need to have games owned on it. Installed (laughs) on it. Yeah. And there's a lot of just check marks that you need to have in order for this to be worthwhile. Like even just to have baseline
0: functionality. Like it's it's not a super convenient device. Like 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 Matt said, right? With the Wii U thing, like the only thing that I've seen people speaking of it highly is that they often want to sit in the living room with their you know significant other partner roommate whatever and they wish that they could play a game on playstation while their other person is you know watching tv or playing something else and that's that's really all i can think of it's like when people say like oh yeah the best thing about the wii u was that you could play games on just on the gamepad if you were like in the same room and that's that's literally the only thing. And to be fair, with my Wii U, I did do that. Like, I'd play Mario Kart while Kayla was watching, you know, Netflix or something, and we were just sitting on the couch together. But that was, like, it's it's such a specific yeah. use case. I can't imagine that's going to be the majority of the audience that they are making it for. Like, when you make a product, right? You're trying to fulfill a, a need. So what, what need did they think they were fulfilling, you know, is, is mm-hmm. my question.
1: I was going like, to ask, too, like, if you... Like with this thing, like obviously they're going to talk about it later, but like I assumed when when uh, I think it's Jim Ryan said, you know, you're going to qu- you're going to be playing games on a PS5 streamed over Wi-Fi. Is there any reason why he would leave out more details? Like obviously there's this isn't going to be the final name of the thing. There's going to be more details that come out like the interface has to be shown because the thing wasn't booted up uh, in, in the pictures or the renders or whatever we did see. So the, like the question there is like, is there a reason for him to not mention, Hey, you know, you can stream things. There is like an OS on here. It's Android or it's whatever. Is there a reason for him to leave that out? Cause it almost sounds like he told us the main features and there's nothing else to reveal other than the, the little itty bitty bit of software on there. That's going to remote play remote play to a PlayStation. But I guess if you think about it, they already have remote play working on phones and tablets. Why would they design a whole device with like a little OS and everything just to host remote play? So maybe this, this sort of lack of information, which sounds kind of all encompassing. Cause to me, I don't think you would want to like cover up the fact that you can do ha- like do more than just streaming over Wi Fi. Maybe this is to get us all talking like this. And then they reveal, by the way, it's basically like a PlayStation Lite. And then, then the, uh, the news cycle gets captured by it again
0: but I feel like you want to start with that. You don't want to start Mm -hmm. off having people question your shit. Be like, what the, what is the point of this? And then you go, Oh wait, no, it is actually good. Like
1: (laughs) I I agree with you. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like
0: you want to start with it being good instead of people questioning your product inherently right off
3: the bat. Mm -hmm. So uh, while, while you guys were chatting about that, I downloaded the PS five remote play app on my iPad. I have successfully signed in. It connected to my local network I used it to turn on my PS5, which is now on behind me, and then it can't find it. It says we cannot find this PS5. It's like, but you were able to turn it on. <laughs> yeah, <Like> you, you <laughs> sent a command to it to turn on, and now it can't find. it. And now my fucking PS5 is on. And now, um, and then you can't find it to turn it off. But is your TV <laughs> on then? Like your TV turned on and everything? And no, the PS. My TV set to another setting like that. It's it's the the inputs separate. But now my PS5 is just on, and this thing. Is just if if this if this project Q is any sort of reflection of how this current PlayStation Five streaming app, that uh, I I look forward I don't know, I should say I look forward I'm interested to see how the internet kind of rips this thing apart because um people were all excited about the the Asus what's it called the Asus that uh this, the, the wrong Steam ally battery. yeah. And because, uh, you know, did something's better, did something's worse. Uh, in the end, you know, reviews kind of favored the Steam Deck after all. But it uh, kind of, uh, it'll be an interesting 2024. I have all these mobile products on on the shelf because now there's a rumored, I think there's a rumored Switch uh, upgrade coming. Is that right?
1: Is that- yeah. I mean, al- although it, it's one of those things where it's kind of always rumored, but I think we're kind of reaching the... We're, we're kind of reaching a a critical like end of life of this of this hardware at this at this computing power. I think is yeah. kind of where we're at, even for Nintendo.
3: Tim, I think you're muted. You're speaking before.
0: Yep, thank you. The dog was barking. Um, I was just saying that, like, yeah, it was it, it rumored like a long time ago, mm-hmm. and will probably just forever be rumored until <laughs> you know they either finally come out with the thing or they um, say like. You know they—they they, we're not making a Switch anymore, and they just make a different product entirely.
3: Yeah. Well, I look forward to following this. Is it supposed to be out in twenty twenty four? I think it was uh, later, this later this year. Oh, Sorry, okay, no. Later this year. Sorry, no, later this year, twenty twenty three. But it will probably be delayed to twenty twenty four, and then at the rest of the playstation showcase there was a shit ton of games uh i have four pages worth of games listed here um i'm gonna start at the top i'm not gonna actually read the description unless we recognize the name but there's something called fair game yeah i remember i, I, I remember this all right all right um any comment any, on that one Matt? Yeah, i was gonna say any comments <laughs> Well, I I, I kind
1: of, I don't know if it's a commoner or a question, but so Payday 2 has been around for a long time. Obviously, Payday 1, even longer. That's kind of the heist uh, Left 4 Dead game, if you will. Four-player co-op, you can heist things. Uh, Payday 2 has been alive for a very long time, has changed a lot over the years. Another game comes out similar to it um, called, you know, Crime Boss Streets of Rock A. Uh, Rock a City, maybe, Streets of Rock A City. That game, uh, you know, kind of has lukewarm reviews. Some people love it, some people hate it. And some people, you know, kind of say, you know, this is kind of the cheaper Payday 2 experience. Well, Payday 3, as far as I know, is still being developed. And so I'm curious as to why all these uh, competition or competitive uh, games that are kind of almost directly competitive with Payday have waited until now to come out. I guess you have that Sherwood Outlaws and Legends or whatever, uh, which was a a horrible game, but (laughs) uh, fucking just a horrible idea, too. But um I it, this is it, it's weird to me that you know Payday 2 is kind of late in its life cycle and a bunch of games now are coming out to sort of try to take some of that market when Payday 3 is you know wherever it is in its development is kind of on the way it's sort of like why weren't you here around the Payday 2 launch window to compete with Payday 2 when it was say most hyped in the press
2: well
0: payday 2 had a really long life cycle right like it was it's still probably it's still going fairly active and that game's like 10 years old now almost probably so you know my guess would just be it's it's like smash bros right where the the final update for smash bros ultimate came out and sen- and then suddenly everything started like all the smash bros like knockoffs and things started gaining more traction again cuz people were like they want that something new fix they want something kind of fresh and uh You know, maybe they figure we have no idea when payday three is coming out. So we as well may as well just make something that we think, you know, is going to fulfill that market while everyone's still waiting
3: for it.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Mm. Uh, After that was something that is near and dear to my heart. Hell divers two. Hey, I don't know if anyone listens to podcasts is where, but I'm a big hell divers fan. Uh, Helldivers, the first one is a four-player, up to four player co-op where it is an isometric view and all four players kind of share the same screen, like everyone's looking at the same thing and it's uh, the actual gameplay is you're f- fighting one of three factions and you go down on a map and you have predetermined objectives that you need to make your way through and you're, you're just kind of running mission after mission, it's procedurally generated and then you're upgrading your guns and your call down your your stratagems um, th- it is a now tone on a tone level. It is a satirical game. It, they really push the the cliche American liberty, you know, arrogance, tongue in cheek. Yeah, like we're pu- we're pressing we're pushing liberty to these robots and bugs and uh, well, I can't <laughs> remember the last faction, magic wizards, through <laughs> you know bullets and violence, but we're spreading peace and liberty through that. Yeah, so, sounds like this place needs some freedom. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. There, the the catchphrase the one that I use is, um, "How about a nice cup of liberty?" Ah. So, oh, anyways, Hell Divers Two was announced um, with a very slick looking cinematic intro. Uh, like it was like a, almost like a recruitment propaganda esque. Join the Hell Divers today, and then it kind of devolves into a bug attacking. I think a mom and her child, but Hell Divers Two is a very uh very different looking game. Uh it was a lot of older the sh- over the shoulder uh third person action. Uh there's not showed real like proper gameplay, right? Like it was yes. it's totally different. Yeah, and it looks like it's we're not going to be sharing a screen anymore. Um somebody that I played the first hell of Divers with noted, he said in the fine print at the bottom was that it said that camera angles were changed for the trailer, oh. so he's like five percent skeptical that it might revert back to the old one, or it could be choosable, maybe, maybe. But at the same time, though, that what they showed though was very, uh, was very high fidelity. So for them to do that, and then to revert it back up to isometric, I don't think so. I have a feeling they're just going to. I think this is going to be the, the, the gameplay to, to forward. And when I first saw it, I'm like, Hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. I really like the old hell divers. And then I quickly said to myself, I'm like, I could also then just play the old hell divers. I don't have to, if, yeah. I, if I don't have yeah. to like have t- the other game again. So, cause it's pretty polished, right? Like it's, it's a pretty, it's got staying power. Oh, hell divers. No oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, my God. I could, I could, if somebody ever said, let's play hell divers. Guys want to do PC one. I got it on steam. How much is it? If it's a couple of bucks. I'd buy. I think it's twenty or thirty, but it does go on hmm. sale every once in a while. But you, right now, when you buy it, I think you get everything with it because there, there's a shit ton of packs. Thirty bucks, yeah. Yeah, I think they loop everything in. I love me some. <clears throat> I'll add it to the old wish list, and when it goes yeah. on sale, maybe I'll pick it up. We could do a Wednesday night stream. We could pivot uh, from some Baldur's Gate for a bit, and then do some Hell Divers. We are kind of coming to the end of it. Similar yeah.
4: to games you've
0: played, Overcooked and Among Us.
1: I don't think that's
2: correct. <laughs> what the hell's <laughs> the
1: Um yeah. I, I, man, I like the uh the third person. It kind of it kind of looks a little bit like Outriders a bit uh, with its styling uh, and I like Outriders a, a ton. Uh, I didn't I'm... like the first Helldivers that much. I I shouldn't say that. I liked the first Helldivers. I found it very repetitive. And I'm kind of, be. I think I'm kind of done with stick shooters. Um, a lot of isometric games don't really grab me anymore. I still do play some Diablo and stuff like that here and there. But a lot of isometric games just don't feel as like I'm actually that character or something. It feels <laughs> like I'm just sort of like zoomed out and watching.
0: It's um, funny, I was going to say the opposite. That like I'm kind of done with over-the-shoulder shooters. There's so many, like isometric is so much more uh, unique these days. Or we've almost kind of come like full circle where now the hot thing is is top down again versus over yeah. the shoulder shooter first person shooter for the umpteenth time
3: yeah um yeah i'm excited for it uh i almost want like a like a live action if i had to cosplay uh, like the next fan expo i would want like a like a live action helldivers outfit because you in the first game there's different ones you can do like desert snow pilot um ranger and there's just different variations of it and um, then different colors depending on what player i'm excited uh it's on pc and ps4 i hope it's crossplay ps4 ps5 sorry ps5 i was gonna say we're we talking about the old hell divers yes it's on. well the old one is on ps3 ps Vita, and ps4
2: Ooh, I can whip cross, up my
3: vita it's crossplay across all of them um but the PC one is separate. I hope this new one is crossplay for PS5 and PC. That would be great. So then I don't have to turn on PS Plus. But we'll see. After that, we had something called Immortals of a- Uh Avium, maybe? Avium. Uh, it's an EA game. And it loves, I have it here known as Wizard Combat. Is this a sound, does this ring a bell from anyone?
1: Yes. Uh, I actually wanted I to pull up a video. Um, it reminds me of a game. That skill up recently covered and we had a discussion about, do you remember uh, a (laughs) while ago, I don't remember what event it was, there was a reveal in which um, uh, there was a sort of a convoy moving through uh, some like kind of torn up land and they came to a bridge that had been completely destroyed and some wizard guy kind of like does like a spell or whatever and he raises the bridge up so that the convoy can go across. Do you remember that? It kind of looks like outriders as well, actually uh, Atlas fallen. That's what it is. I just looked at the skill ups channel. Cause I remember he got a, a hands-on overview and impression with it. Um, it kind of reminded me of that, not necessarily in the combat completely, but it was the very first thing that kind of came to mind, um, it, which is a little concerning because like all of these things are just sort of kind of starting to look like outriders. Um, and that's not to say that everyone's copying out writers. That is to say that maybe our um what would you say, maybe our like uh, specific styling for sci-fi and sci-fi fantasy mesh is becoming like all the companies are kind of just doing the same the same thing now, maybe? Yeah,
0: it's becoming very uh like standardized and just like sort of copy paste, formulaic, et cetera, et cetera, buzzwords. Hmm
3: um moving forward ghost runner 2 i don't know what the hell i mean let's play i played the first ghost runner
1: i played it uh, oh. i got my ass kicked and then it yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's that, one of those
3: like really like
0: you have to have like a like a good run it's not a game that you can sort of like f- like uh it's like half ass your way through like you you have to get good at it to beat levels and stuff because you kind of keep doing them over and over again it's like one hit you die it's pretty precise platforming
3: kind of thing. Um, Phantom Blade Zero. Is this part of an existing franchise or is this just like a Is that the like is there a Phantom Blade series or is this something new
1: Not that I'm aware but I've never but like this game did look interesting to me. This is e- this reminded me of uh, Ghost of Tsushima and a little bit of Woe Long I thought as well yeah. uh, in the article here it says Sek- Sekiro and Ghost of Tsushima sort of a yeah. mix of that um, looks interesting. Uh, I, I don't know whether I don't know whether it's going to be one of these open worlds that I'm like, whoa, that's too big and I ain't going to do that or, or what it is, but uh, it looks cool. Something to keep an eye on anyway. There's nice. this
0: thing in like modern gaming journalism now that kind of bugs me, but also kind of not like you could probably just like choose to ignore it, but where like every game that's coming out is always or shown off rather is always immediately compared to like four or five other existing games. Mm. And like, I get why people do it. So it's like, Oh, if you're familiar with this, then you kind of understand the concept of this game. You don't have to see it. I can just like say this and you get sort of the idea of the gameplay, but like, it just makes me feel like journalists just don't know how to describe stuff anymore. Yeah. They they just say it's like, um, it's like a mashup of dark souls meets, uh, uh, enter the gungeon it's like but, yes those are games but that exist but that doesn't mean anything in reality
3: <laughs> yeah i i agree that that's describing it from a like an objective review standpoint sometimes they don't do it justice but to be fair with that you know this meets that that is a common tactic in production development i'm not too sure about like video games and aaron might be able to comment on this but uh Like in film production, it is very common to say, hey, this is our movie and it's this meets that because it just kind of creates like a tone. Like it kind of gives you like a a visual
0: board. I'm not saying it's not effective, right? It's the elevator pitch, right? It's this Mm -hmm. meets that. And that's that's a tale as old as time. I just wish that like I just you go to like any major review platform for news on current like upcoming games. And it's always, if you like final fantasy, you're going to love blah, blah, blah It mixes that, you know, final fantasy combat turn, like pseudo real time turn-based combat with the difficulty of dark souls. And it's just like, it's, there are other ways to describe things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't just say it's about the that. dark souls of Stardew Valley games. Like, Keyword here for SEO
3: and yeah. those, those those sound bite sales pitch like keywords that they're trying to knock off in a high energy. Yeah. Uh sword of the sea. Matt, this sounds right up your alley. Flying dolphins hoverboarding in a cool looking desert.
1: Uh to be honest with you, I'm fairly certain I fell asleep during this trailer. I rewound <laughs> and then I fell asleep again. And then I went
3: to bed. So uh, there, there was That's, another
1: That's not saying anything bad about the game. I just literally have no idea what it is other than what you just said.
3: So I I, I didn't see anything. I don't actually have any visual reference to this whatsoever, but it reminds me of, I think it was the last PlayStation showcase where there was like a, it was a, it was a story. It was like a novel, visual novel style game where it was, it was about a bunch of animals in a high school. Um, and was very melodramatic, um, it was, it just felt overacted and over, direct, over directed. But then I messaged Matt during the thing. I'm like, Matt, look, this game's perfect for you. This is, this has everything you've always wanted in a game. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> that is Come not a Matt
3: Lawrence on. game. <laughs> uh, Talos Principle 2. I've always wanted to, I think my brother's played the first one. I think he was telling me about it. Um, I've wanted to play the first one. And I, uh, have either of you played the, the first game? That's one of those games where like, I feel like nobody has played it, but
0: the people that have are nuts about it. Like all the reviews for it were really good,
3: but I just don't know like anything about it. Hmm. Uh, Cause I, what I know about it is that it kind of, yeah, like it's a, it's a puzzler game and it kind of falls in the same, in the realm of, um, the witness and, um, Oh God, what's the other one called? The uh, evil within. No. Uh, um, uh, oh
0: my the god! The name. Look at the guy's name. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about.
3: Let me bring on my Steam Stanley Parable. Quick. Stanley Parable. The. The samoflange, Matt. <laughs> what the hell is a samoflange? Uh, st- How they do that again? Mist. Mist. That it kind of falls out. Oh, yeah. In now. yeah. So I, that's kind of the feel that I've always got kind of gotten around Stanley Parable. It's kind of described as a philosophical game. I always I had not knowing anything about it. I always had, assumed I had some some religious undertones to it. But I think I own it somewhere. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe those get me to play the first one. But. Did either of you guys ever play um,
1: a game that was like Myst back in the day called Riddle of the Sphinx? Nope i think you you just made that up about that before but i didn't play it i remember my uncle and i played it and like this was back before the internet was like really widespread so it was so hard and so like convoluted that the puzzles were just like what the fuck are we doing that like like the puzzles made sense once you did them but there wasn't anything leading you to it it was like oh there was invisible ink on this paper why didn't you know that it's like nothing what yeah, <laughs> like <nothing> I w- <laughs> prepared
0: you to like guess that yeah
1: yeah like and no one mentioned invisible ink at any point during this game yeah um so i, I don't know it just popped into my head but uh yeah that game was uh, fucking hard and I, he had to go to work uh print literally print off a guide and we had a print off guide with like highlighting and fucking writing yep. and there was well, two the, of us trying to figure it out and well, it got those, to the
0: point where we both gave up those old puzzle games were designed to sell game guides Like those old point like and and click adventure games were designed to be so convoluted that you basically had to like, you know, subscribe to Nintendo Power magazine and Mm -hmm. you had to like mail in and be like, how do I beat this number or like call the phone number on the back of the game manual to talk to their like game expert pros. And then, you know, they had to have all these justifications for keeping those services alive. So they made these games super obscure and difficult for
3: only that reason. I challenge. I I don't believe anyone who whoever says that they haven't looked at a guy to beat Castlevania Two Simon's Quest. Like that's an impossibility. Oh yeah, just be- no. Because yeah, it's like you there's have to go to this. Know. You have to go to this wall at this time of day and kneel and look the other way, and then all of a sudden you'll be picked up and transported in another. Eye. Like there's nothing in game to ever lead you to that. You just have to yeah. know to do it. Yeah. Um. Neva Neva. The creators of the hit indie game. Gris uh, comes Neva. All right, let's move like Cat I Quest it says a All new right. game that appears to be very sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh it's coming out 2024. Cat Quest: Pirates of the Peruvian. All right. Uh, I love
1: that name though. I uh, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of cats cuz
3: I'm deathly allergic to them, but um
1: what Pirates this? of the Peruvian is awesome.
3: Uh I uh, so I like I said I miss most of this. I've only watched two independent oh uh, two trailers independently after it. But what sort of Style is this, and what kind of is it? Is it two D, three D? What is? I believe it's like I believe it's like
1: an old. uh, If I remember correctly, it's kind of like an old school kind of cartoon. This is from memory, though. I'm not 100 on that.
3: Uh, Let me take a quick search and see what pops up. I always
1: wonder how games like this do, and the reason why I ask that is just because it's like. I don't know if anyone ever asked for something like this. Do you know what I mean? It's not like someone's like, "We really need a oh you know, a lot like a a cool Star Wars care, game or something." Didn't ask.
3: Okay, you know what? I actually think I have this game. I think I'm, I've redeemed it for free somewhere.
1: Wait, this I, game that this game that's no, coming out in twenty twenty four,
3: the first one. Because this is a because there's another game called Cat Quest and there's Cat Quest 2. Ah, it's like part of an existing franchise. It's um, like a cartoon um, style, though, right? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I have this game somewhere. I'll check my spreadsheet after, but um <laughs> huh, yeah, okay I'll take a look uh, that might be something I play Foam, Foam, Foam Stars? This Apparently is, foam weird. Stars.
0: This is uh, Fortnite oh, meets
3: Splatoon, it's like Wish.com
0: weird. Wish.com Dollar General Splatoon
1: Wish.com
0: Dollar General Splatoon, Yeah, by now like, <laughs> like Splatoon is already an incredibly, like a uh, popular franchise and very, you know, uh lucrative franchise for Nintendo uh which surprises me because I had like no interest in Splatoon at all but like a lot of people that I know that are big Nintendo fans are all in on Splatoon. Damn. Like Splatoon 3 was the number one best-selling game in uh Japan when it came out or something like that. That's I was like impressive.
2: all time. I didn't even
1: know an insane accolade. the third one came out. I thought we were only on two.
0: Two is uh, well, one came out on Wii U. Second one came out on the Switch uh, ar- around launch, at least in the first like two years, I think. And then uh, three was just last year, maybe yeah, soon to be Switch.
1: dethroned by foam stars. No doubt.
3: No, I thought I'm looking forward to the we are ending we're doing we're sunsetting this game service and we're ending uh, we're going to shut down the servers in 2024 we don't Um, even have a release date I don't see this going well at all not at all the plucky squire um, game that mixes 2d 3d visuals in a wonderful looking action fantasy adventure it's Coming to PS5, other consoles, and PC. It's funny to note that Xbox has gone all the way to, to, to make sure to say that most of the games <laughs> in the showcase are also coming out on Xbox.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way. <laughs> Someone uh, said this is the beginning of Xbox's uh, villain arc. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, be it, was awesome. just, it was just like when um, PlayStation had the, the advertising... Uh, the advertising uh, deal with, I think it was the first Battlefront on PS4, and so Sony had a whole left side of the page. I think it was in a uh, newspaper or magazine that just had like the, the Star Wars Battlefront PlayStation uh, advertisement, and then Xbox simply just bought the next page over and then just put a giant Xbox logo beside it. Like it wasn't it wasn't addressing <laughs> anything, but they just had Xbox. It's, so it's like they're not bringing any rules. But they know what they're doing. So <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look up a I wanna see what this looks because I'm kind of intrigued based on the description. I'm five percent. So let's take a look what this actually looks like. Uh I could probably leave this one just based on the artwork alone. I don't know if this will, but we'll see. Maybe when gameplay comes out and gets closer. Uh teardown. A voxel-based destructure puzzler.
1: This one has already been on PC for a while, I believe. Couple
3: years, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay,
1: it's really
0: big with um, mods. It's this. It's a. Uh, it's a very popular game that has a, a whole mod scene to it that uh, people are definitely going kind of nuts so for. Like I've seen gameplay of people that have like they remade you know uh, a chunk of like Manhattan Island and. uh You know, you could just spawn in like Godzilla or T-Rexes or uh, King Kong and they can just you know, you can sick them on the on the buildings and they can just like destroy it all. And then you can like get a laser gun and cut off King Kong's arm and then he's like freaking out and he's trying to attack you. And it's all like it's uh yeah, it's it's definitely just like a sandbox playground type game that it's become with a lot of mod support and people can make their own mods and sort of
3: their own uh, creation club, dare I call it. Yeah, I just looked up uh, it on Steam, and yeah, I can see I can see the appeal. Oh, well, Ryan just entered the document. Hey, his He's internet's out. back, baby. Yeah, he can load up an HTML uh, document. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe he might host swap. Yeah, maybe. Let's see if he can join in just in time to discuss this next one. Oh, he left. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Three, Snake Eater. Re- oh, his favorite. Uh, I didn't know Metal Gear Solid 3 had a subtitle. I thought it was just called uh it was just MGS3 Snake Eater remake. No,
1: nope. yeah, it's uh, it's always been it's always been uh Snake Eater. Uh Ryan did actually join. He's he's, he's here. His internet
3: Yo, might be fixed. Holy sh- holy crap.
1: Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Ryan.
3: Are God you damn. recording on on your end? Uh I can begin to record.
1: Man, you even you, you, you even look good. You got your freaking HD cam. camera doing we'll, a stress
4: test here we'll do uh we'll Dude, do a stress up- test live yeah <laughs> <laughs> i need to we'll do do, record man.
0: day one apache media special guest ryan johnson in the call right now wait why uh, was
1: it
3: was, there, was there like a question like a peggy 12 like ryan, ryan johnson, johnson? Uh, <laughs> uh well ryan you're late for class uh, yes. as i'm the substitute teacher <laughs> this week um so teacher, i'll have to teacher. talk to your teacher tomorrow uh, we'll have to do another sync at the end before everyone stops recording. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Ryan, tell me about Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater remake. Uh, there was a lot of excitement for it, and then that was quickly followed up
4: by a lot of questions and a lot of concerns. So hmm. the Whoa. the first the first concern is that they haven't told us who's developing it. They released a statement on Metal Gear's like official Twitter, and it just said the development team. Because it ain't Kojima. But we don't even know what studio it's going to be. They haven't announced who's actually making this. So to get excited for it is a little difficult right now because we don't have any trust or faith in a studio yet. Um, and you know, it's obviously Konami. We don't know what they're doing you know, or what resources they have anymore. Um, so I think people are, uh, what would you
3: say, Hesitan- hesitantly
2: well, excited? <laughs>
3: Well, if the Kotor remake is, is proves anything, oh, it's going to go over well. It's definitely not going to get postponed, shifted to another studio, and then canceled altogether. Like I think this will go swimmingly. I mean, yeah. after the
0: smash breakout hit that was Metal Gear Survive, I mean, I don't have any any qualms at all. I don't think.
4: Oh, and my own personal issue is I don't. Did you guys watch that trailer?
3: I think you said none of you have watched the uh, uh, no. the PlayStation showcase. That's why you needed to be to class on time today, Ryan. <laughs> you fucked up this presentation. So, if, if you go watch the
4: trailer, it's kind of a boring trailer.
2: I was going to say, is there any thinking, gameplay at all,
4: or is it just like, no, just yeah, no yeah. cinematic? Uh, it's boring. I thought it was boring. Um, you know the rules. And it's just like, no gameplay, no hype. Go watch a Kojima trailer. It's just so much more artistic and creative. And it's like, okay, who's ever going to be developing this stuff? You know, are they going to be able to capture what makes metal gear games so good you know and i know it's not just kojima who makes those games but uh, he's definitely a you know a visionary force behind them so so ah, it's it's my favorite metal gear game so i'm a little worried but uh, we'll see where it goes they are releasing the um the original on uh, next gen consoles though so that's kind of cool oh really they reannounced the uh the original 3 are coming um
3: oh wait wait yeah. are they they're redoing them or they're just they're, I'm not sure even if they're hdifying
4: them. them again or just porting the hd versions. Oh, okay. to next gen consoles. Uh, there's oh. not much detail on that either. And oddly enough, um, uh, Peace Walker was not on that list, which it was included on the previous hd collections. I don't know where Peace Walker sits. It's
3: four, right? No, okay.
4: uh, no, it's um, it's, it it's was the one on uh, it's PSP, 4.27. Pita, come on now, all right. PS- no, PSP, I think it was. It was mm. the PSP game that uh. But they then brought the consoles with the HD version. Mm-hmm. So,
3: Towers of Uh Towers of what is what is this? Towers of Ag How
4: are you guys covering this? If you are you just reading the the titles and then speculating? Yeah,
3: we're we're judging a book by its cover. That's how we do it. My... <laughs> okay, we're just, uh, we're just doing
1: an overview at least.
3: No. <laughs> As, uh, what was this? Anyone? Oh, can I just put a, um, a quick? Uh, quick dig in here foam foam stars looks horrible there you go we just
1: just said that i I, I just
3: i I, i'm predicting a server shutdown by the end of
4: 2024. there there are some games where you can just predict they're not going to do well and and, and foam stars i think is one of those what was
3: the what was the rocket one the was the rocket version of the a game was yeah yeah uh rocket whatever insert rocket title here yeah um towers of agrabah um Final Fantasy 16. I think my my brother was messaging this. I absorbed some group convo where he's excited about this. He's really pivoted hard onto the Final Fantasy franchise, which I did not. That in at Zelda, he's really taken off with his Zelda games. You, um, know, like he, like you said pivoted. Did you mean like he didn't he didn't like them before?
4: And it's, like, it's not
3: it's not that he didn't like him. He he almost kind of respected them from a distance, but he never kind of dived into that Final Fantasy Zelda. That's how realm. I was. Yeah. Um, but he seems to be very excited for this. Um, I again, I didn't. Uh, I've only seen visuals for two of these games on the list, but anyone excited for Final Fantasy? Oh, I yeah. was
0: excited for Final Fantasy. Like um, like similarly to your brother, I I have pivoted uh I again like like you say, respected it from a distance, but I was just like, it's a lot to get into. Um I've never been big on like the you know future sci fi fantasy type setting, but then this one's kind of going back to medieval fantasy, so that kind of caught my interest. Oh, and then I had
3: I had didn't played even the. Know. There you go. You could have told me gothic <laughs> fantasy and I would have believed you. I'm like, eh, oh, that would be kind of <laughs> sick actually. Um but yeah, the uh after
0: playing the the Final Fantasy 7 remake, I was like maybe I maybe I can get into Final Fantasy cuz this is this is kind of cool. I'm digging this uh this universe. And um the the big I don't know if I'll get Final Fantasy 16 right away. Um but uh the the big like controversy around it is that uh, they've they've said that like everyone in it is is white or like white adjacent because that's just like how their the the lore of that like world works or something. <laughs> it's just that like every character was the same skin color. And so there's a lot of like online controversy where people are like, so you're saying it's a fantasy world where people are, people are able to like summon, you know, spirits and fight with demons and jump around with flashy spells and swords and shields. But black people is where you draw the line (laughs) that's that's too out of out of scope for this for this reality Mm. like it's just it's just one of those things where they tried to justify it by saying like oh it's just not the world and it's like it's that's
4: a weird that's a weird position like you you could just do it and and you just didn't it's also just not kind of necessary to the story do you really need a world that's only white people like is that really what you need to create (laughs) You know and what I mean? Japanese like, devs, like yeah, why? That's why is funny.
1: Everyone White,
4: yeah, I don't know. It's or, is that a or thing or that's or
1: happened it? in other Final Fantasy games? Or I've only played no, ten. I think there have been. Well, I mean, Final Fantasy ten also
0: has characters with different skin colors and nationalities, but like Final Fantasy, a lot of them have had like black main characters. Seven did, thirteen did. Uh, I'm not the biggest Final Fantasy fan, so I can't think of another one off the top of
4: my head. But there are definitely a number of like. Well, different main characters with different ethnicities. I have always thought it's funny, though, that there's a lot of major. Now, maybe it's just the ones that become popular in the West, but there's a lot of major Japanese games that, you know, have white protagonists. It's like, why don't they have Asian protagonists? Asian protagonists. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of bizarre.
3: Just like the there's a major problem with um, Asian representation in porno films. you never see an Asian guy in porno films. Thank you, Adriano. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a direction
1: i didn't think we were gonna go but okay all right students students <laughs> i know <this laughs> i'm a substitute please don't
2: report me to yeah, the this, video. this is absolutely not
0: what my home the homeroom teacher would have said you're absolutely a substitute who hired <laughs> <laughs> this guy <Yeah.
3: laughs> uh, you'll fired for my last job um alan wake 2 this is the only this is one of two games besides the other one being hell divers that i saw i went to go watch stuff afterwards um this is very fitting because I actually went and didn't, didn't even realize that the Alan Wake anything was happening with Alan Wake, but I actually went and downloaded Alan Wake on my Steam Deck cuz I was actually just going to replay it. And then this came out. Um so this is a a continuation of the Alan Wake story, which I'm assuming is post what oh, is post Alan Wake, post Alan Wake American Nightmare and anything that is tied in with the What's it called? The Control DLC, which I have not played yet. Um, this, Nor have I. yeah, it is on my. I'm going to restart it because I fell off it. Um, this, you're going to take control of a new character, uh, an FBI agent. Um, uh, F, she's hunting Alan Wake after the events of the first game. This uh, comes out just in time for October 2023. Um, now, Ryan, you pointed out after the fact, this is a. Digital only title. There's no physical release. Yeah,
4: and I'm not sure what the reason for that is. I don't know if they've given one yet. I haven't heard anything. Uh, maybe I don't even know if it's cheaper. Maybe like if they're going just for like a, a smaller experience or anything like that. You know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they, they imagine did...
0: manufacturing costs for physical
3: stuff now is like pretty hard to justify. Yeah, yeah, but. Anyone else? uh, I'm definitely going to check out Alan Wake. I'm probably going to uh, streamline. I'm probably going to replay the first one. American Nightmare, if I feel like it. Then do some control. We we had played
4: it on our uh, YouTube channel. Was that me who played it? Was I the Uh, one
3: behind the controller? mm, It was you or Aaron. I don't remember. I, th- I think, feel I like think it was, was me, but I think it was you, know. Ryan, because everyone yeah. else had
4: played it. Because I, yeah. I think that's what it was.
1: Well, yeah.
3: honestly, it's a very short game. There's there's the main game has six episodes, they're actually called episodes. The, then there's two bonus ones. You can honestly get the whole thing done in one day if you really did. Like, could it be called chapters though? Because he's a writer. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, good point. That probably makes <laughs> it doesn't sense. really matter, oh. but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to play the second one. I thoroughly enjoyed the first game. It is, um, Uh, It is probably it's probably my top five games of the Xbox 360. Yeah, Yeah, I like Remedy
4: as a studio too. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, It was apparently was leaked just before, but anyways, Ubisoft's next big Assassin's Creed game, Mirage, is dropping in October, just before Alan Wake. It is going to be a smaller and more stealth focus compared to the past titles in the series. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I again, I didn't watch any of. The other stuff, but is this? I'm thinking like Splinter Cell esque. Is that accurate to, based on what they showed? Well, these, no, it's just it's more like the original Assassin's Creeds.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say this is the old style. Like, like I think that stopped at Black okay. Flag and Rogue. So
3: the last Assassin's Creed that I played was um, the, the the England one. What's Syndicate. It called Syndicate. That's old so, style. That's exactly. The last so traditional I don't original. I don't have a reference for the new Assassin's Creed. So to me smaller than the current one is smaller than syndicate. Well any game smaller than the than the than the
4: uh last three assassin creed games which were 300 huge. hour games. Yeah, yeah. massive games. So uh, this one this one almost looks like a I mean people have kind of been talking it looks like a, almost if, if this were a remake of the original game. Cuz I think you're back in the Middle East. I think it might be in Baghdad actually during the, crusades? the first game took place but hmm? during the crusades.
3: I don't even know the time period either, but... Um, like, okay, because the first one was eleven, twelfth 12th century uh, Damascus. Like, that's where you were. I believe this takes
4: a character from uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I think his name was Basim. Oh. And he, that game takes place in 900 uh, AD.
3: Okay. All right, interesting. That's close. Uh, Assassin's Creed, another franchise I tell myself we're going to catch up on, but let's get real. Uh, Revenant Hill, <laughs> nope. uh, developed by Glory Society. It's a cute game of a cat named Twigs trying to become a witch's familiar. This sounds adorable. Uh, anyone uh, seen
4: what it is? The, the art's cool, that's about all I can really tell from it. Help, uh, it's
3: right up Matt's alley. I want to be enslaved no, by a witch It's the art that Matt wouldn't like. Mm-hmm. Right Wait, what? Matt's alley. Matt's favorite game.
1: I might, my mic was muted. I was just sitting here drinking a pop and just, <laughs> Matt's just talking about me. Favorite game:
3: Revenant it. Hill, <laughs> uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Uh, f- featured by feature co-op. It's as a fantasy series. Not much here on it. Street Fighter Six. Anyone in the Street Fighter series? No. Ultros Dragon's Dogma 2. Hell yeah. Hell know. yeah. got a hit. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma is like Stand up for the class and yes, tell us what Dragon's Dogma.
0: So basically, Dragon's Dogma is like this (laughs) game where it's like a physics combat. So you can like find a big enemy and you can climb on him and you can like play it like Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. Or you can attack the guy while you're also riding on him. And also, my dad said that I'm not allowed to stay up. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, sit down,
0: sit down. You're you're done. But uh, genuinely, still, like that game came out in like 2012 or 2013, I think, the first one. and it's genuinely still probably some of the best magic combat in an RPG. Wow. It looks really good. There's like spell combinations that make Fable 3 like shit its pants in comparison because Fable Three's magic is so bad. Um, like it's it's big, it's flashy. Like, you know, when you play like an RPG and you're supposed to be this like high-level, all powerful mage that's got like huge, like powerful abilities, and it's just largely in the way of like you do a firebolt, but it does way more damage than the previous fireball. Like, you're not whipping up giant fire tornadoes or shit like that or causing huge earthquakes or whatever. That's what Dragon's Dogma's magic is like. And it's mm. like, and it branches off in certain paths as well, so it's, it's really cool and it's definitely a game that I have not played nearly enough of because I was always like, oh, I'm more for like the, the spell sword, more of the knight type Character or maybe the Ranger type character. I don't typically play mages in an RPG, but when I saw what Dragon's Dogma's magic was like, I was like, I need to start playing mages more because this is insane.
2: Hmm. So the uh, second
3: one looks to be a good, a good follow-up to that. Five nights at Freddy's help wanted two. I feel like this this two is in the wrong spot um I can't believe that this that this series is still going I know people love it and
1: I know there's reasons a, for that but
3: holy crap it's a simple premise and it's like it's gene yeah. like it's a genius concept I think they probably hammered this into the ground a little too much because it like the ninth entry now they have now well, they, well they, they, there's like there. there's
1: huge conspiracies there's videos analyzing all the different con- like story
3: bits that mm-hmm. it, it's fucking incredible I played some of the first game when it first came out. <laughs> I've now gone past that. I think there's like a I don't know if it's actually licensed Nicolas Cage movie or it's just a knockoff like a there's a movie with him about him in an animatronic. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, thing, I've been meaning to watch that. But this VR in fact it's in VR scary. that that would scare the shit out of me. That would be scary, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There has
4: been like a, like a dozen or more of these games. Yeah. It's oh. Uh, he- Do you have the list in front of you? Yeah. Rhyme them off.
3: off?
4: Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's 2. Five Nights at Freddy's 3. Five Nights at Freddy's 4. FNAF World. which It's just Five Nights at Freddy's World, I guess. Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location. Freddy (laughs) Fozbear's Pizzeria Simulator. Ultimate (laughs) Custom Night. Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted. Curse of Dreadbear. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Special Delivery. Freddy in Space 2. (laughs) Where's Freddy in Space 1? One Night at Flumpty's. One Night at Flumpty's 2. Security Beach Fury's Rage. One Night at Flumpty's 3. Dark Circus Encore. Five five Nights at Freddy's Security Beach. Breach. U2's. Breach, sorry. (laughs) U2's Presents Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, Pop Goes Arcade, Pop Goes and the
3: Machinist, My
4: Pop Goes Ruin, and then Five Nights at Freddy's. Help Wanted 2.
3: Okay, I don't know if which one of those were breaks and titles, but by that count, there's twenty of them
4: in there. And I'm not sure what all these are. Some of them don't even have
3: wiki pages. So yeah, they're probably like It Could be little mobile, arcade games yeah. or mobile games or, something. or iOS yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Japan exclusive stuff. Yeah. Wasn't that um, first game?
1: Didn't you guys? Or we all played it? I think uh for the podcast, like, like way back then, like Marty was on the show, and like Marty, like, had it on his iPad two or something. He was oh. handing, he was handing it around, and like we were all, we were all playing it. And we're like, man, it's pretty cool. What yeah. Five
4: Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because mm. Marty, Marty was our app correspondent. <clears throat> That's right.
3: Yeah, and it was an iPad three, Matt. Excuse me um Preferably. so it looks like it looks like we're getting to a lot of the vr stuff in this thing going forward this is uh resident evil 4 remakes vr mode
1: so this is weird i have resident evil 4 vr on my quest 2 but and this... i don't believe it's the remake so it's interesting that there's also now like so there's resident evil 4 vr and then
4: resident evil Four remake vr
3: yeah that's right yeah <laughs> it's, not, it's not surprising like that that seems like the natural course for
4: well and they made vr versions of uh village and uh
3: Maybe not village. I don't remember village, uh, but there's uh, seven, right? There's a there's definitely one of seven. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it might be one of village, but um, yeah. If I had a VR headset... I if I had to get a VR headset for my PC, which one should I like? What is the best? Which one should I opt in on?
1: Quest two, my opinion. Quest Quest two. Quest two is completely independent. It's a little Android box, but you can connect it to a PC optionally, or you can uh, with with a cable, or you can optionally use wireless connectivity to the PC.
3: What is the marketplace like? Who am I paying money to? Facebook, f- Meta. Oh, yeah, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Resident Evil Four VR, Resident Evil Four remake VR mode. Um, <clears throat> it uh So far, they've been kind of, uh, kind of nailing it with these Resident Evil remakes. So we'll yeah, see how really this one it. goes. Yeah, I, I want my Code Veronica remake. That game needs to be remade. That is. The proper res that's what should have been Resident Evil 3. But um Arizona Sunshine 2 is another VR game.
1: I I never played the first one, but I've watched a bunch of people play it. And it was one of the games I was gonna pick up, but instead I picked up the Zombie Land VR game. Um because mm-hmm. it was just really cheap. And uh it looks pretty enjoyable though. Arizona Sunshine, the first one's pretty good. It looks pretty good. So the second one should be
3: hopefully even better. I'm going to uh, I'm going to rhyme off the next couple just in rapid fire. Let me know if you want to crossfire synapse, beat saber, marathon, marathon. Yeah, we should probably touch
1: on marathon, right?
4: What is marathon? Marathon is Bungie's game before Halo. I believe it might actually have been their first game. Uh, There's three of them and it was released for Mac OS back in the day. Exclusively? I don't know exclusively, but it was like a Mac OS game. Okay. Because uh, back then, for some reason, Mac and uh, Bungie were closely tied. The first Halo actually came out on Mac. Um, and then I think Microsoft bought them after that. And that's when it became like a like a Xbox thing. But yeah, I used to play Marathon quite a bit because it was like... I, there's only a handful of Mac games um, back then. This was like in the 90s. And uh, I was... Uh, I. I didn't understand what was going on. It was just fun running around shooting aliens. <laughs> That's about it. They made some, you, so they made some goofy noises. Are you
3: still doing your 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 dedicated Mac streams? Your I games? ran into
4: some streaming issues that I need to sort out. Um, I think my biggest issue, well, two big issues, might have be just my upload speed is might not be consistent enough or fast enough. And then I was doing all the like processing on my Mac. So it was both running the game and, you know, mm. processing it for the stream. So I might, you know, send that out to my PC or something to then broadcast to Twitch.
3: So we'll have to <laughs> see how that goes. But I do want to get that back up and running. Destiny 2, the final the final shape? Is that the name of this fucking thing? That's the uh, Destiny 2's next and last big expansion, the final shape. Last? Last? Pierce- uh, that's what it says here. It's over. It's over, baby. Are they ending Destiny too? That doesn't make sense. I it's think over, they're, probably, they're probably they're probably ending the just expansion development. They're probably going to continue to do small updates, and then they're probably going to sunset. Remember, 3. remember, Destiny was supposed to be like a ten year thing. We were only supposed but to have it, Destiny. It says How that it?
1: Bungie, Bungie plans to wrap up its ten year Destiny saga right in the notes here. No,
3: but the first one was supposed what? to be ten years.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I Destiny is a series that I will probably never touch again. Yep.
4: Even if yep. Destiny 3 comes
1: out? Cuz right. they're cuz I they're going to vault this the shit that we're doing. Like if, if I want to replay that if if Destiny 3 releases a campaign and you know, we we beat it whatever, years go by, I, I just want to replay that campaign, there's there's a chance I might not be able to do that and I find that to be lunacy. So but, I'm out.
4: But Matt, what if it's called Destiny 3 Destiny's Child? It has literally
1: nothing, no bearing. Okay, or ending, <laughs> that. It does nothing for me at all.
4: <laughs> I thought you were a nineties kid. Um,
3: uh, Concord.
4: This looked cool. I have no idea what it was. It was a completely CG trailer, but it looked cool. Hmm. It gave it gave us some good vibes. Uh, this to be an MMO
3: shooter. Okay, that that might.
1: <laughs> I might yeah. scale back
3: my excitement a little more there. Good but. vibes. Well, I don't know about that though. <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> not for we'll, me, but. we'll wrap back around to this one because we already talked about it. But we'll wrap back around for Ryan. Uh, Marvel Spider Man Two. You started oh. at Marvel Spider Man Two? No, no, no. Uh, uh, no project Q. We already talked about it, but we'll wrap back around. Marvel Spider Man Two. How uh, how did that look?
4: Yeah. Fuck yeah.
3: yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. You did watch that, eh?
1: Oh yeah. I, of course. Okay.
3: Cool. Uh, so there's Spider Man, then there's Spider Man Miles Morales, Morales. Yep. And then there's Spider Man 2.
1: Too bad it's not co op. Come on. I know, right? Wait, that would be not, so. It's not co op.
4: Not co op. No, you, you swap between the characters. Do you That'd pick one so from sick. the go or do they force you to swap? Do you just say, I, I want to be Spider Man? story based. Maybe in free roam you can choose, but. Why wouldn't they do co op? In the combat, it looked like it was story based, like when you swap between the two.
1: It'll probably be a thing where like the story dictates who you are in the missions and in the free room until you beat it, and then they'll let you. I that's a guess, but then they let you choose. But the symbiote suit
3: looks fucking awesome. Oh, I, you saw, liked it, eh? I saw yeah, the liked it. I saw the venom. I saw the venom like face face on, uh, screenshot like the render that they have of it. That mm-hmm. looks really cool. Honestly, as you know, might be, probably not the game to cite as a positive example, but. Dead Space 3 co-op was the way that a lot of co op should be addressed. If you're going to do that, you have like your main character in this case would just be Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And then if you are going to co-op it, you have that character, Miles Morales, just come seamlessly in. And then when he bails, he seamlessly comes out like they did
4: in Dead Space 3. But I think in this case, they want they want Miles Morales to be more involved in the story. Yeah, he's he's area of character. You yeah. play
3: the game twice. <laughs> That's how uh, you do uh, Resident
4: Evil. Resident Evil take, take. yeah not <laughs> oh, the worst um, way to do it either
2: hmm?
0: not the worst way to do it but oh, yeah. like, you can do a, a separate playthrough for a different main character it's like the same story but they're they're slightly different
3: locations slightly different story beats but it's still like same gameplay uh Ryan we'll let you chime in on seeing as you're the PlayStation fanboy this project Q now full disclosure. We we didn't even like get through the description before I started badmouthing it. we immediately just came. Oh out my god! Started- <laughs> <laughs> well, Do you know like the use case for this thing? Because we sure as fuck don't. Been, I try I've to give it
4: the benefit of the doubt. I've been like hearing up one thing. I've been hearing a lot of the, the 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 saying a a solution looking for a problem, and that might be the perfect description of this device. I don't. Most people have phones, and the, and, and so phones, little,
0: right? Hmm.
4: You guys have phones, right? Most most people have phones, unless you're like a really young kid. And is it for them? Do they really need to be streaming it to a handheld? Is that a big enough market? You know, is this their attempt to compete with the Switch, but not really? Not because you can't bring it with you, yeah. Uh,
3: Matt's more appropriate comparison was the Wii U, because you're locked to the console. Yeah, Yeah. but
4: that that, that had pretty good streaming to the device. I don't remember any kind of input lag. No. Because yeah, it was because it, it, it was coming from the device directly. You had to be within the same room. It wasn't, it wasn't, over room. Wi-Fi. It wasn't it going to the Wi-Fi. Stuff, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, However,
4: this got me interested in trying um, a remote play a little more. were we you oh. in my house? No, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's over my parents. I was collecting dust. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I, I I booted up a remote play on my MacBook and started stream um, started like um, I guess I guess it's streaming some games to there
3: and it it ran pretty smoothly. It did some combat. fought a boss and it it was okay. Okay. All right. So while earlier in the episode, while these two were making notes, I went and downloaded the app on my iPad, booted it up. It connected to my PS five in order to turn it on. Like it actually did turn on behind me, Mm -hmm. but then it said it couldn't find my PS five and it couldn't connect. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
4: you, you do there are a few requirements that you, I'm not sure how your network is set up or anything but they definitely recommend 5 gigahertz
3: but it found it to turn it on and it said no we can't do this yeah okay yeah, that, that, that's lunacy like <laughs> at
1: the very least it should say hey we actually can't stream the video do you want to turn it, it off just,
4: it, should, it should run some tests before
3: before doing everything right
4: I guess to see if your it's network's
3: just, capable. it's just funny how it found but but it's a, it's not that, but it says it can't find my device. It's just that fa- it found it, turned it on, then lost it. So yeah you can't find your device, which I, I find mean, hilarious I
4: mean it could be like a thousand different things, right? but I mean, it could be a problem with the app. It could be a problem with your network, you know, who knows uh, I, I, vis- just, I was just having a hell of a time getting my network back up and running. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ uh visually but, visually, what do you think about it? Oh, <laughs> I think it's okay. From the front. I think it's okay. It's not great. It's not what I would have designed. But when you turn it around too
0: big. I think an eight-inch screen is too big for what it is. Yeah,
4: maybe. Um, but when you turn it around, the the it's not the 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 dual sense looking handles aren't separated. It's a long white strip going across. I was like that's that's bizarre looking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's like a weird what? So like if Imagine that the tablet wasn't there. Like you could almost like remove it. Yeah. It's like you have one side of a dual sense, and then like a white plastic strip, eight inches across, and then another white plastic strip.
2: Oh.
0: Like it just looks like they've kind of got like a white plastic bar between
4: them that they've like stuck a tablet onto. They literally like like just stretched out. They heated up the center of a dual sense and stretched it out and slapped a a phone on the front.
3: Interesting. Ah. Now, Ryan, most important question is what do you think, Canadian, this is going to retail for? Canadian? I, well, I,
4: I'm thinking 200 American. So, what would that be, Canadian? 250? Yeah, that's what we were guessing too. Something like that? Ah, I was guessing higher. You think 300? I think it's like at least in the 300s. I don't think so, because it's just a screen. It's not...
3: It's going to have some software you, and processing you, on it, you, yes. you but... have to. In, in order to do this properly, you need to have... Good. You have to have accelerated hardware in there to do this. Like you can't just have uh, yeah. just a
4: screen. But it doesn't need to be something like you know as powerful as a Switch or anything like that. It just needs to run the stream. So I don't think it's going to be any more than two hundred American. I well, We were discussing origin it. It either.
1: Well, we, we were we were just discussing that though. Is that obviously they're going to show off more about this device? Mm-hmm. I assume that them saying you know it's just the wi- the Wi-Fi streaming is the end of the major features of it. But maybe that isn't the case. Maybe they are going to reveal more about that, and this is going to end up being an Android tablet because of that backbone thing that you and I were talking about, Ryan. Where mm-hmm. I, we discussed earlier in the episode, like the vice—I'm going to call it controller. Hmm. Well, well, that's,
2: that's oh, go
3: ahead.
4: That, that's the other weird thing, which I imagine you guys already brought up, is that that they 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 just recently promoted um, the backbone now works with iOS and Android, and so it's like. Okay, the backbone was what? Do you mind, I think it was like eighty bucks American or something. I can't remember the actual price of it.
1: Something, and it's the PlayStation edition of it too. Like it's the yeah,
4: it's branded and, and everything. Yeah, it looks really nice. Um, it's like why wouldn't you buy that rather than this device? A little uh, little bizarre. I don't know how it's going to go over. Um, I thought Adrian, hey, I thought you were going to ask if I was going to buy one. I thought that was oh, the no, question the, you're going to.
3: Yeah, like that was. Oh. Uh, is it, It's I. I'm going to guess like sixty forty. You'd buy one yeah you put that at sixty forty. yeah all
1: right all right is this thing gonna be dead like vita tv or pstv or whatever it was where it just comes out and then it just was like uh, well that we released something and then it just kind of died right vita, away
4: the vita tv is such a sad story because everyone was like man classic. we would love this thing to be on on our tv or have yeah. our vita on our tv and then they came out with
3: it and no one
2: <laughs> no, no one, one bought, bought
3: it, it. yeah oh. Uh, I borrowed yours to play one specific game, and that one specific game can't be played on it. <laughs> yeah. A first party title, yeah. couldn't be played wow. on. It. Yeah, which is hilarious.
0: Uh, I was saw it, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be really cool to play like Gravity Rush on the TV." I bet you Gravity Rush, which was a Vita exclusive,
2: mm-hmm.
0: would be really cool. And then they made Gravity Rush Remastered for PS4 anyway, mm-hmm. and a sequel. There's a sequel to Gravity Rush, which <laughs> yeah. I own, I haven't played yet.
3: Yeah. It just seems like PlayStation's always doing the immediate copy cap, but they're doing it in such a, a worse manner with the PlayStation Vita, this thing, project Q, the PlayStation classic, which they try to mimic after the Nintendo classic and the super Nintendo classic, but they had like the most not worthwhile games on that thing. They didn't have any of their major PlayStation titles on there. So nobody even cared about it. Um, uh, I I I look forward to seeing how this thing releases and reviews. I can't see it going well. And why did they announce it now?
4: They don't even have a name for it. I think they That's wanted to I piggyback off the Steam and the Asus one. They're trying to catch up a little bit there? They, they, I, think, I think they just want to
3: be say, hey, we're here. We have something.
4: Or is this another thing where like there's a lot of Vita fans who are still chanting that they want another handheld PlayStation system? And maybe they're like, <laughs> will this work? Is this good enough? You know, rather than investing all the resources and actually making a a second Vita.
0: I mean, I guess that's fair. Like, they could be using it to test the waters. They put it out. They say, hey, look, we made this, like, streaming handheld PS5 thing. (laughs) Everyone's saying, what the hell is this? And they're going, okay, people don't want this.
4: And I think to be fair, I think probably people are using their Switches at home like 90% of the time, right? Yeah. So, what's the difference between, you know, a PlayStation device that can't leave the home.
0: Well, that's the difference, right there. Is that like, yeah, they're they're using it ninety percent of the time at home, but they have the option of bringing it with them. Mm-hmm. They have the option of bringing it with, like, going to a friend's mm-hmm. place and still yeah. playing the same games. Right? You just straight up do not have that option. Yeah, with, actually, that's interesting the too, This with. thing
4: probably doesn't even have Wi-Fi, so it's not even like you can exactly do uh, it, the PS well, Plus well, streaming. Uh, well, it has stuff. to have what It has to con- well, stream over your Wi-Fi network. Oh.
0: It'll yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But you so, can't go to a friend's place, connect to their Wi Fi, and play your
4: PS5 games. Yeah. You, no, but you, you but might could you stream to. on PS Plus. On the top yeah. tier of PS Plus, you get game streaming.
3: Yeah. That's another thing we touched
4: on was if
0: you'd get more features with it, with a higher tier of, of PS Plus. That would
3: make a little bit more sense if they this, you know, opt into your, play, your PlayStation Plus tiers or any sort of digital streaming tail that you have already but, but are, are people they didn't say going that, to though? do that because that's that. a
0: huge price increase because then you <laughs> then you've bought this what 200 at least 200 device and then you also if you don't already have the higher tier ps plus then that's another x amount of money it's a lot of money all just for the kind of kind of the convenience but honestly the niche case of being able to stream your games your PS5 games from wherever, and you probably already also have to have them installed on your PS5 still. So, like, yeah. it's there are so many check marks that have to be checked for this thing to become viable.
4: Yeah,
3: didn't uh, I don't know if it was the Vita or the PSP proper, but what, didn't one of them have to be managed through a PlayStation? Like, didn't you have to connect it and manage it through another mother device before, or was that independent? I don't remember that ever being the case. The
4: PSP Go was was digital only. You couldn't put UMDs in there. Oh right, yeah. The UMDs. uh, That's the only thing. I love UMDs. They're super cool, even though it was ridiculous. Um, They look cool. Yeah, (laughs) they're 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 cool. That it's like disc that you literally put in your
3: your mobile system. It's kind of Ryan Johnson, the collector of all forgotten (laughs) technology.
0: I was having this conversation like literally earlier today. Caleb and I went out for dinner, and there was a pretty like vocal uh, group at the table next to us and they were talking, they were working in education. They were talking about kids uh talking about like old technology. Like it was such an amazing gimmick or whatever. They were like, Oh, you've got a VHS player. Do you have VHSs <laughs> that I can put? I can put VHSs. I can watch. Like this is, this is really old. This is like 1999. Like this is super <laughs> old. Right? VHS also known older, as right? a VCR. Yeah. yeah. Put in your VHS player, your VCR. Um, and they and all the people at the table next to us were talking like like kind of offended i think because they were like oh yeah 1999 you know like i was 5 years old then like i'm not i'm not that old kind of thing right and i was just thinking like that's it's literally the same as like the millennials that are buying record players now like people are always always find like a gimmick to what has become outdated technology but there's like this sort of homey kind of gimmicky old-timey uh allure like yeah and like quirkiness to it right like people like having old technology that's like kind of obsolete but you can still use it and there's it's a bit of a like well, it's more, more tactile right i, it's I was a just more, gonna
4: say a more tactile experience it's a little more fun to, to play around with um i don't i don't listen to records necessarily you know to like casually um because you just can't, unless you want to listen to the whole record, you can't just be swapping records and playing one song. Unless you have like, a bunch <laughs> you of can't forty hit, fives, you can't hit and skip. then you're just constantly swapping all day. Um, so it's just a much better experience just hitting a you know hitting play on my phone. But it's just fun every now and then to play a record. But in the records case, you know, audiophiles will argue that the records sound better. Sound now a better. lot of these kids yeah. are playing them on crappy, you know, all in one, you know, um, Crosley uh, players. You're not going to get good sound out of that but there is a value in the actual sound quality vhs does not look good never looked good and now it's like 30 year old technology that tape ain't holding up well you pop that in a, a vcr today it's going to be worse than
3: it was when it was due. so
0: yeah there's no and, uh, there's
3: no value to to vhs which you should have done at that table when they're talking about the VCRs on the next table over, you should have been like, "Yeah, well, I got a Betamax." They just whip out a whole Betamax and be like, "This was a top loader." Why did he
2: have it
1: with him? Yeah, yeah, why? Why are you this massive, massive unit around? <laughs> you, guys, with you?
3: you guys don't just carry Betamax around with you. No, you, no? just for <laughs> no, I carry, carry Laserdisc. Oh, Laserdisc. Those are rough. There's different. There's different Star Wars editions on Laserdisc that aren't anywhere okay. else around. I, I gotta get my hands on those for Plex, but well. What do what is what happens next? Do you do? I have a query corner question for you guys, or do we do? What are we playing? I don't what. See I don't where. Know, it's kind of late though. Uh, Ryan, you were late to class. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it wins lunch. True. All right, it wins I'll,
3: lunch. All right, I'll save it for next time I'm on. But I'm not going to be on next week. What are we playing, Tim? What are you playing? Uh, just Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Still plucking away. Ooh, it's a lot. There's a lot to it. I'm getting a copy of that hand delivered
3: to me on Sunday.
0: Hey, the premium
3: experience. Dang. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, there's not much more to say about it. Honestly, it's just it's it's huge. It's uh, there's lots of optional stuff. Uh, It's like literally twice the size of Breath of the Wild. Probably. Um, I think I've been playing it a lot. Like when we hit uh, when we hit Tuesday morning was like. The, the time where if you played the game on release date you would finally be able to see how many hours you put into it because the way that the Switch does it is like for the first 10 days it says first played 7 days ago first played 9 days ago whatever it doesn't tell you how many hours you put into it until 11 days after the first time you played it so uh, my after 11 days my time with the game running was 64 hours
2: which is, a, which is an average oh. of
0: Almost six hours a day. Oh my god! And I didn't even play it every day. So there were some days where I played way more than that. The first oh. day that I played it, I played it for thirteen hours. Um, oh. But yeah, I've been I've been no life in the shit out of out of, <laughs> of Tears of the Kingdom. Oh,
3: people could see my face right now, my reaction. Matt, just Matt, what Matt, what are you uh, <laughs> what
1: The fuck? I've uh, been been just doing the uh, the Dead Island too still. Um, I got a second campaign going with a friend right now, so we're just uh, ripping through it. We uh, are getting pretty far. We're uh, well beyond the halfway point. Just got a couple more locations uh, to go, a couple more maps to go. Uh, We are doing a bunch of side stuff, so we are taking our time in that way. Uh, But uh, other than that, I've been doing uh, some Fortnite, been trying to get the last few bonus pages, uh, not literally the last few pages. The last few pages are always just like a color variant. I'm just trying to get all the new items. So I think it's maybe the first three uh, bonus pages. I um, think i am done the first two of them. Uh, purchased the uh, the Star Wars pass and unlocked Darth Maul and all that. So I have that done. Um, and Ryan, you and I had some pretty crazy, some pretty crazy rounds. Like we had a, a bug where all our gold was gone. And we couldn't buy anything, both of ours. So we could just show up and it's like, man, let's do some challenges. Oh, we got to buy something from Spider-Gwen. Cool, show up. Okay, I have $9, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was a, that was an interesting experience. And we have some pretty crazy endings now that there's people flying around with Spider-Man hands again. Uh, so uh, that's been, hands? Yeah, so you literally pick up like... It's almost like the kids like wear the Spider Man hands with the web shooters kind of toy. You pick up oh, those yeah, yeah. as an item, and then you can you can swing like Spider Man. So people are oh, swinging okay. around, and it's fucking chaos. Man, um, it's a it's
0: a wild world where like f- like f- gameplay functionality as a as a implemented and subsequently removed feature <laughs> is more developed and feels like better than like games that are made by a team of people specifically to be like an entire experience. Mm. Like you'll have spider mans web slinging in, in Fortnite. That's better than the mobility gear in the made specifically attack on Titan video games. And I don't no. say that those are like <laughs> extremely, you know, good games or anything because they are definitely just made to cash in on the, like on the community, the same way that like the one piece games aren't particularly good. They're just kind of made to be a, a cash in on the IP, but, um, it's it's wild how like, yeah, that's just <laughs> it's a it's a feature that comes and goes in Fortnite, but it's way better than
1: features of these entire games that are made by a whole team of people. Mm-hmm. People are good with those things too. There's a couple of Attack on Titan weapons, the one with the I think you mentioned it, it's like has the cable <laughs> system. That was the,
0: other thing. <laughs> that was the other thing that their mobility gear was in Fortnite. Yeah, oh well, yeah, <laughs> there's was a better, whole event? And it was better in Fortnite than it was in the actual Attack on Titan game. Although
4: it was very similar to the Spider-Man hands, so they have already developed that kind of stuff
1: that's true Sure. yeah but that yeah so people are very good with that they're also good with those i don't know those little i don't watch attack on time but they attack on titan little rocket things where you kind of like jump up for a quick second then fire a little rocket off people are very good with all that stuff so the end of the rounds can get pretty crazy with all the new weapons and stuff this kind of happens usually when a season is ending where you just have a conglomeration of all the updates they've done all the events all the uh all the crossovers with star wars and spider-man and Uh, attack on titan of course so it's just kind of chaos right now uh the early june ish or maybe mid-june something like that is when the season ends and then it'll kind of wipe the slate a little bit and we'll start again with some lesser crazy fights hopefully but uh i think i think that's oh i did a little bit of call of duty tried out the new map i actually like the new map i actually hate most of the modern warfare 2 maps to be honest Mm -hmm. Um, and I like the new map. I don't even remember what it's called, but it's, uh, it's like basically two, I, I would say that they're factories ones like on top of a hill ones on the bottom of a hill. There's some, uh, sort of like a transformer station in between the two. So there's some cover and stuff like that. There's a broken up house and some other electrical infrastructure on the left side. So going down the hill and it's more steeped over there. And it's just, uh, honestly, I just think it's a pretty good map. It's, uh, doesn't seem like a, you get spawn camp too bad. And I was doing okay in it, even though I haven't played COD in a while. So that that was fun. But um
3: that's been my week. Uh where are you playing Dead, Dead Island too? You said you're playing it with somebody? Yeah, I'm playing on PS5, I'm also playing on Xbox. Is, is
1: it about crossing that game? Is it cross save? Yeah. No uh so so the thing the thing with uh when i play a game on xbox is we most of the time uh my community on xbox will will do an xbox game pass game and then when we decide on a game to play that you know maybe isn't on game pass in this case i just buy it like it doesn't bother me because we buy literally a game every like two years so it's just kind of irrelevant it's like oh we all decide to play this sure let's do it and then that's fine
3: and ryan you're playing that with aaron on ps5 right no i
4: played it with matt too Played both we uh completed the game uh with Matt and uh, I, I did it with Aaron.
3: Nice. What are you? What else are you playing this week?
4: Well, I did platinum. Uh, Dead Island too, which was great. What? First platinum I had. I've gotten in a long, long time. I think since Matt challenged me. I think that was near the start of the pandemic. You, you challenged me to. Uh, who could get um, more platinums in a year? Who could get more platinums before the PS5 came out, I think it was. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <yep. laughs> yeah. Got my ass kicked. It was horrible. Well, I had a head start too, and I had a bunch of games that were completed but never platinumed. And so I just went back into my catalog and started Platinuming <laughs> <laughs> old cheating. games.
2: Cheating. Yeah.
4: <laughs> a little bit. Um but I've Sounds. been playing Jedi Fallen Order. I I've been hearing about this amazing action sequence that people were like, man, it's up there with like the best of Uncharted and stuff. And I finally got to play that part, and that was it was freaking awesome. No. Um and it ran well too so they must have spent all their time optimizing that section
2: <laughs> that's rather where, than the
4: rest of the game yeah that's where all the ram went yeah yeah so that was that's that, that game's great if if it had a nicer launch uh and didn't have as many bugs you know i think people be talking about it a little bit more it did sell well nothing wrong with that but just it, it's a really good game it's uh it's pretty crazy
3: have you finished it yet or you're still no i'm still uh, still making my way through it but based. Based on not know don't know the ending, but do you see like there's a third one in the horizon? You think they could just keep going with it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. They can make as many of these as they
4: want, I think. Um unless uh, they can like kill off a main character or something, but they
3: you know. Yeah, you know what they say. There's always a bunch of Jedi's in the galaxy. None of them ever, ever died. <laughs> Anything else you would think? Um
4: I don't, I played a bit of Breath of the Wild. That's kind of fallen behind and I'm a little oh. scared of that. So I'm going to try to keep that up.
3: Yeah, by the way, uh, I, because I was the last episode and I caught something really quickly and I didn't bother to rewind it. Where are you playing that? I bought a Tears of the Kingdom Switch OLED. And you're playing
4: it on that? I'm playing Breath of the Wild on that. In which configuration? <laughs> this was the thing, yeah. So Which configuration? Uh, Mobile, or handheld, I guess. Uh. Uh, When you have a
2: switch light, uh, you had a switch light uh, this whole time.
4: uh, The display is just so gorgeous. I was just like, oh man, I might as well just play it here. This looks really good.
3: Ryan, you're my friend, and I love you, but holy fuck, you upset me sometimes.
4: But wait, I also did buy a pro controller so I can have a little bit better time playing it on a on a TV. How is
3: the the controller with the TV? It's good. It's good.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Have you
4: tried it? Hang on. Have you tried it? No. <laughs> God damn it. You son of a bitch. I'll do that this weekend. How
3: about that? Oh. Send you to the prison's office. Um <laughs> <laughs> me, I have been playing uh Spyro Ripto's Rage on hey. the reignited trilogy on my Steam Deck. I've been kind of testing out that. That's on the Unreal Engine. Holy shit, does that fan speed up when that game's on? It uh <laughs> the water effects really uh Steam Deck really doesn't like that. I've been like trying to play Mafia 2 or Mafia Remake. The oh. like the
0: oh the remake on the, on the Steam Deck, yeah, Mafia Definitive Edition or whatever.
3: Would you say that the remake is higher fidelity than Mafia Three? Oh yes. yeah, it's newer. Oh, yeah? for sure. I have. I don't know what the release order. Okay, interesting. No,
4: Mafia, the Mafia Remake looks really good. The Ma- uh, I, I used to think Mafia Three looked good, but I went back to it recently
3: and doesn't it's pretty rough. Up, yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, I've played some dead cells, as I do, because that's the thing I do. I played some Marvel Snap, but I have an announcement. I think I am showing Marvel Snap indefinitely. oh my god. the that itch, that that kind of mundane repeatedness of that same heartstone feeling that I got, it came on a lot faster with this one. One day, and I looked at it, I had a notification. I said, I don't have to open this. I don't have <laughs> to do this. And in fact, I was leaving for Montreal. I said, I'm going to go leave this long weekend and not do this game at all and see how I feel. And I came back. I don't miss it. Um, I've done some Overwatch 2. I've done the next Mario Party board with my, the, with my Mario Party group that we are doing all Mario Parties in order, all boards in difficulty order. So we did birthday cake on the Nintendo mm-hmm. 64 Mario Party. And I took a shellacking on this one. Let me tell you, Luigi did not do well. Um, I Everyone, da- everyone's playing the same character every game, right? Pretty much. Uh, so, there's no There's no rule to us having to play the same character, but we just we all enjoy. It. And then when those, we get to Mario Party Two, we'll probably migrate and see what else there is.
0: I was going to say, what happens when somebody's playing a character that gets
3: removed from the playable characters, like Donkey and, Kong? It's not something that we're we're. Holding everyone too it's just right. <laughs> it's funny because it's we have mario luigi wario and then donkey kong it's just we have like through because there's no there's no, no wario Waluigi. Yet. yeah there's uh, sorry there's no waluigi yet so it's okay we can't do that uh i have finally gone back to the dead space remake um which i'm still enjoying it's frustrating because i got derailed taking possession of my new plays and I didn't touch this game for a month and a bit problem with that month and a bit is it tend to overlap was the with the renewal of my EA play pro subscription of that (laughs) month and now it also just renewed so now I'm in three months of EA play pro which now I think (laughs) equals out to the price of the game so right now I've broken even (laughs) Um, so if I go another month I've actually lost on this so I really really need to get this done but I am a little more than halfway I'm very much enjoying this. They have it is just the same old Dead Space with just a little bit of new stuff and them kind of taking liberties, which I very much enjoy. Um, they made changes to some main guns. They put in side quests, which allow you to backtrack and you can navigate any part of the ship at any time. You can say, I want to go mm-hmm. back to
0: medical. Is the uh, the mining laser still the most uh
3: like the re- plasma cutter? It's it Pla- uh, the like the line gun or the pl- the plasma cutter is the main one that goes the, with, like the, f- the, first,
0: the first pistol. Is it still yeah. just objectively the best gun in the entire game?
3: Yeah yeah. Or they like whole, nerf it so that you kind of have to use the, the no, other but, weapons. But they also changed the upgrade system. So now there's no dead oh. there's no dead node, like you don't have to do a node to put nothing. Every node is an upgrade. Oh okay. And then on top of that is there are I I think this is new. I don't know if it was part of the first game, but then now there are new each gun has a new dedicated upgrade package in the store. Which then, when you buy it and you bring it to a bench, it then unlocks more nodes. Oh, that I don't think that was in the first game. Yeah. So there's that. They've. I'm actually using. I can't remember the name of the gun. This is the. I'm using it here. I didn't use it in the first game. I got the flamethrower. I kind of put away super quickly because I find the enemies are much more aggressive in this game, and the flamethrower mm-hmm. doesn't do it for me in this one. Um, what? Uh, contact. Contact beam. Contact beam is the one I'm using more in this one than I did in the first one. I kind of put the the pulse rifle away pretty quickly. So it's, it's funny because the first time I played that
0: game, like I I think I I wasn't finding like enough upgrade stuff. And like I didn't want to have to worry about all the extra like ammo and things like that. So just for simplicity's sake, I just stayed with the mm-hmm. the handgun the whole time. And it's funny how there's like an achievement to beat the entire game only using that gun. And I was like, it's it's just objectively the best choice, though. This isn't yeah. an
2: achievement.
3: This is like easy mode. Yeah. In the, in the first game, if you just pick the gun you want, most of the time it's plasma cutter, maybe pulse rifle, and you just focus on that, then you're good. Like I when I replayed the first one recently, it was a plasma cutter was what I predominantly used. Now in this game, they don't, they will only give you ammo on pickups that for guns that you have equipped or in your or in your inventory so if you don't want flamethrower ammo put the flamethrower away you'll never see it they'll never give hmm. it to you which is a fantastic change they completely rehauled the asteroid part i won't say to what specifically <laughs> how they changed it but it's a change for the better Holy we did it for matt it's funny. fuck, man! It's, it's funny because everyone talks about that part. I never had any issues with it. I did it. It's weird. I didn't have issues on the 360 when I first played it. I know Matt had it. I had an issue with it on his playthrough. When I replayed it a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago, I did have an issue with it. And I was playing with a controller on PC, and I couldn't do it. And I had to switch to mouse and keyboard for that part specifically just to fucking cheese it and get it done. And I switched back. So yeah, is it's, it cheesing it if you're using an intended? controller i guess maybe not uh, i guess <laughs> i guess that um so there's that i because I, I wanted to wrap that up and play jedi survivor but now i have i still have metroid remake behind me that oh I my god touched. i have breath of that wild coming good. to me i want to go through alan Wake again because i want to play alan Wake two at launch and these are things that i know i'm not gonna get done in time but hey <laughs> but then i start also Thinking playing dreams some- <laughs> yeah we can all dream so then i started playing something new ish i guess <laughs> i don't know on my steam deck which i'll probably will lay down and play right after this called um Paranormacy. the seven mysteries of honjo Hanju, and it's a it's a visual novel uh it's about it's it's called the seven mysteries but i think there's actually nine like i think they actually say there's nine mysteries and five minor mysteries but you're essentially in this haunted Part of japan it's it's a it's a if if it's just one of those cliche japanese horror uh visuals where you're just kind of exploring a haunted area and you find things and you're trying to find i can't remember what they call it a resurrection something because you're trying to bring somebody back from the dead um i flying my screen and it's uh, you're kind of encountering strange, uh strangers at mysteries, and you're trying to kind of go through trees, uh, like uh, talking trees, and it kind of just takes you from location to locations. This neat little haunted mystery, and the first time I played it, it's it was kind of like they immediately boot you into this this this. I think it's called a stranger. I think this guy's called the stranger, and he 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 asks you a bunch of questions and he's like, Hey, I, like, I want to know your name. Tell me your name. So I put in my name and I put it as Adriano and he immediately replies with, okay, I think I'm going to call. I think we can move forward and we can, you know, start this. Uh, does that sound like a plan? Alpha tangle 47? Like seven. I'm like, no, like I, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't put that in. Like, was something wrong with this? Is it like scraping the wrong data? Even though I gave it my name, is it just pulling my steam deck name? But I'm like, something's weird here and he goes so is that okay if we if we continue And I go no it's not okay and I'm glad I did because he immediately goes okay how about we continue Adriano and he like then changed it to my <laughs> legitimate name what the like, hell I'm like all right uh, this is weird but now we can continue so like that like that already was kind of intriguing and now we're in the mystery part of it um because, like, the first chunk of the game is you, you're you talking. It's a lot, of, a lot of talking, a lot of bubble text you have to go through. But you're talking with this girl who you are investigating scary places with. And it's at night in this park. And she's just like, oh, and it's in tutorial mode, clearly. And they're like, oh, we kind of, we need you to, you should kind of spin around and just see how that works and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, it's this open park. And there's just like dark apartment buildings. And I just like, what the fuck's gonna be behind me? And you just spin and you spin and you spin. It's like, okay, there's nothing behind you. And you get back around to her, and it's gonna be a ghost. And she just like pops into your face, but it's your friend. It's not any sort of ghost. But it's like, okay, you're already you're already kind of fulfilling those cliches, but kind of subverting them at the same time. But it's an interesting little title. But uh man, yeah, I think that's Pretty much it for me. I hope uh, Ryan and I get back to Borderlands Three fairly soon because that game came out what year? <laughs> 2017, 2018, or something. I don't know. I'm good this Sunday. Yeah, in fact, I was going to say we will schedule that after. But um, what's the next exits? Uh, Tim, what do, where, where do we find you? When when do you what where where do we find you? If the internet had to find you, and oh, watch uh, you. Yeah, if you want to watch me
0: uh, while I sleep. Um, you can what? go to, uh,
4: to it. <laughs> yeah, prob- no. there is a market for that stuff isn't there yeah.
0: there is there's a, a weird market for like people sleeping but um, like you can follow or donate or do different redeems for like making noises or whatever to like wake the person up or stop them what? from sleeping yeah it's it's a whole thing that's sort of taking advantage of kids finding haha the bug person equals funny kind of market. And you uh, sleep in a hot tub. I that's I don't advise that because you can Two drown. Markets, though. But uh, you can oh, double dip in the old market there. <laughs> yeah, if you want to end up on Live Leak. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you won't be around to enjoy the spoils. Uh, but yeah, if you like Zelda, Zelda's your thing. Doing a long playthrough of uh, Tears of the Kingdom, twitch.tv slash the sidetrack. Uh, it's been pretty chill. Been a lot of fun. I've been playing it off stream as well, so it's not like a one hundred percent of my entire first playthrough is on stream. But oh. I've been trying to save the story stuff for for stream and just kind of doing kind of the side, more grindy stuff off stream. Um, yeah, it's fun.
3: I was going to ask if you did like a dedicated playthrough for off and then like another second playthrough for on, but no, oh my god, no, I'm no,
0: I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Too much. I keep I well, keep thinking 16... like how much time I'm putting into this game. And because like I would go back and play breath of the wild on average, I think I've played it like like again six years old. I've played through it five times now. So it's not quite once per year, but I always like finish playing breath of the wild, like finish a playthrough and be like, man, if I never touch this again, it's probably fine. Cause I I feel like I've done this enough. And then another year rolls around and I go kind of play breath of the wild again, though. And uh, I, I know that when I'm done tears, of the kingdom, I'm going to be like, so good on it like i will not have any <laughs> desire to play for so long but i keep thinking to myself how long is it gonna be before i start going i can start up another of can play through <laughs> start doing that again hmm. um but i feel like it's going to legitimately take me like for everything that i want to do with this
3: playthrough i'll bet you it's going to take 200 hours Oh
0: so, jesus
2: we will Oh well,
0: we
3: my God, that's 200 more hours, more than I have. Well, I look, I'm happy that you are enjoying Tears of the Kingdom and any you and any future playthroughs. I hope you live happily ever after with that.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's it's going to be like Breath of the Wild, where it's going to be you know four or five years later, and new stuff is still going to be discovered. Um, there are a bunch of duplication glitches that a lot of people. Or people have found already for like duplicating items and things like that. That Nintendo actually patched, yeah. Yeah, I uh I haven't closed the game, so I haven't uh (laughs) I haven't installed the update because it's kind of convenient for making weapons and stuff. Um, but I'm not sitting here like a lot of other people I see that are duplicating like um you know materials to like to have like 999 of them when you can only duplicate five at a time. I'm not, I'm not doing this. To get a thousand of every item, I'm not doing that. But if I'm just like, man, I can really use a couple more bombs right now. Anyway, I'll just duplicate a couple more bombs, another ten. That should hold me over for another, you know,
3: couple hours. I'm good. Nice. So that's where you can find Tim, and then the other two, Matt and Ryan, are doing streams on Wednesdays with Tim at uh, day twitch.tv slash day one patch media.
0: That's correct, user yes, all spelled out. Oh, yeah,
2: and
3: not the number one. What uh, What are you guys pitching? What are you guys playing?
4: I think for real this time we might finish Baldur's Gate, um, or what What is available of Baldur's Gate? Yeah, there's right. a little bit more to do.
0: There's some more stuff in like the
4: underground, but
3: I don't really might know, well, know. Might as well if... just end
4: it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Well,
3: <laughs> well, I got a surprise for you, Ryan, because we decided while you were late for classes that once you guys have done that. I'll jump in on Wednesdays and we can do some Helldivers in anticipation for Helldivers too. Is that for real? Did you guys actually discuss that?
0: I don't own it so it'll depend on if it goes on sale anytime soon because I'm probably not going to buy the
1: full price game. Back it to Grounded f- boys Back to Grounded
3: Fantastic game Good to grounded. That's okay. it for the episode 439 Thank you Tim, thank you Matt Thank you Ryan um, Thank you Adriano for hosting yeah, thank yeah you. no problem. Yes, thank He's you. been your substitute teacher. Class dismissed.
1: <laughs> Peace.
0: So anyway my like I was saying, my dad's I'm um, not allowed to stay up like, playing <laughs> games anymore because it's not good for my C schedule and my teacher doesn't like when I Tim, get out, the next class is starting. <laughs>